Um, so last up, last but not least, Kate Blakeman's going to give us a review on the topic of careers. Thank you very much to Beaver for inviting me to present today. I am going to be, um, in this talk I'll be updating on current workforce research and data. The Office of National Statistics produces quarterly updates on UK workforce data. The current UK employment rate is 75.5%. The number of full-time employees increased during the last three-month period, and part-time working has generally been increasing since the beginning of 2021. The number of self-employed um, workers fell in the first year of the pandemic and has remained low since. The number of payroll employees is now well above pre-pandemic levels. Since COVID-19, there's an increase in economically inactive people, i.e. those not in employment but not actively seeking work, and this is highest in the 50 to 64 year age group. Weekly working hours have been increasing since the relaxation of um, lockdown measures but total hours worked are still below pre-pandemic levels, except for women, where total actual weekly working hours exceed pre-pandemic levels. Um, a flexible, um, the biggest four-day working week pilot um, began in the UK on the 6th of June this year. The research comes as businesses face unprecedented change in the way people want to work post-pandemic, with flexible working applications on the rise. The um, 70 companies from different sectors will take part in the pilot. Staff will work a four-day week um, as opposed to the, the normal five, yet remain paid in full. And the scheme will run for six months. Uh, Brexit and the COVID-19 pandemic have been catalysts for fast and broad cultural change. If we now look at the UK vet workforce, and some of the data that's coming out of there. Uh, the total UK practicing vets are recorded just short of 28,000 um, as of March in 2022. This figure excludes um, overseas practicing and non-practicing categories of registration. Uh, Royal College data from the last decade indicates a marked decline in new veterinary surgeon registrations. Um, over the last four years, this situation has been exacerbated by Brexit. There's been a decrease in new UK practicing registrants from the EU. 53% um, of new registrants were EU qualified in 2018, but this was down to only 19% by 2021. We're seeing a younger age profile of new registrants. Um, Pre-2020, around half of new registrants were 25 and under, and this has increased, reaching 68% in 2021. The proportion of new UK registrants that have, um, are women has increased overall, specifically increased since 2017, reaching 78% in 2021. There has been an increase in new veterinary surgeons from minority ethnic backgrounds, but it still sits at only 11%. 
So this table looks at um, uh, some data from uh, vet school applications for this academic year. Um, the number of vet school places has increased dramatically over the last few years, with some schools offering biannual um, intakes. Sorry. Um, biannual intakes and with the opening of new vet schools with um, further to follow. Entry grade requirements have not changed dramatically. Um, the number of graduating vets in the UK has greatly increased in the past decade, um, but obviously the number of students graduating from vet schools in the UK is not indicative of the number of UK vets. But the latest um, Vet Futures survey, however, um, showed that almost three quarters of UK um, student graduates intended to work in the UK. The target intake for this academic year is um, 1,382 vet school places. Based on current training models, approximately 50% of which will require training in practice during their clinical years. Uh, this is looking at the breakdown um, of respondents of UK practicing veterinary surgeons by field of work. Equine and mixed vets combined make up only 14% of total private clinical practicing vets. Therefore, equine treating practitioners make up a small proportion of the private practicing vet workforce. Overall, equine only practitioners um, if we consider all fields of work, make up approximately 7% of all current UK vets. What we can't see from this data is what the workforce of private clinical equine vets looks like in terms of full-time or part-time, for example. Uh, this is just a, an image of what the equine um, vet workforce currently looks like in terms of gender and gender by age. Um, this information was voluntarily supplied by the um, registrants um, and it's that the female are green and male are yellow. So the veterinary profession is um, is in growth, definitely. We haven't seen, we haven't reached a steady state. Um, one third of vet positions are due to expansion and not replacement. Um, if we look to US data, uh, data from the Bureau of Labor Statistics predicts vet occupations are expected to grow at a rate of 19% by 2026. Uh, this is nearly three times faster than the 7% average predicted for all occupations. Uh, the reasons for such growth is due to uh, an increasing pet population, and these pets are living longer, and we also have expanded diagnostic and treatment options available. In the UK, um, pet ownership has increased 20% from the start of the pandemic, equating to 3.2 million more pets and increasing demand on veterinary services. There are currently 986 RCVS specialist holders across species. Um, according to the AVMA, the US is adding specialists at a faster rate than veterinarians overall, up 47% um, from 2007 to 2017, a period during which the overall veterinarian population grew by almost a third. 
this trend isn't quite replicated in the UK currently, however. Um, but if we consider the equine field again, uh, the equine veterinary field, there are currently 160 registered specialists, equating to just over 16% of total specialists registered with the Royal College. Given that equine-only vets make up 7% of practitioners, equine vets are clearly more dedicated. This is just a bit of work on um, age breakdowns in, in, the current, in the vet industry at the moment. So RCVS data for UK practicing vets by age allows division into different generations. Uh, the UK picture in 2022 looks like this. Uh, Gen Z are just appearing on the scene, making up 6% of current UK practicing vets. Baby boomers and older, i.e. those aged 58 and above, are in the next smallest generation at 12%. Generation X um, is classified as the 42 to 57 year age group and makes up 20% of the clinical workforce. Millennials are the majority, and they are the 26 to 41-year age group. Uh, generation of trends, I think, are a fascinating area of work. Um, Dr. Amy Grice uh, will be speaking more on this subject tomorrow and has studied different generations of equine vets. Uh, the interactions between the generations, the failures, the clashes, but also the opportunities that um, can arise. Differences come simply from people's experiences. The world changes, worldwide traumatic events occur, and this shapes generations of people. The message is to try to understand the different aspects of different generational experiences. By 2030, Gen Z will account for 30% of the UK workforce. Gen Z are the future of the vet profession, but are only just appearing on the veterinary scene. Dr. Grice has a clear understanding of Gen Z graduates, and we need to sit up and listen. Um, communication methods, preferences are different between generation as our methods of learning. Uh, for example, millennials like mentorship the older, they, from the older generation. They want approval from leaders. They recognize the experience that has come before them and want to um, and acknowledge this. I think applying practical research like this could have a huge impact on the careers of generations of vets. The uh, workforce trends in vet nursing have been highlighted by the Royal College um, RCVS Workforce Summit. There have been an increase, there have been increased joiners over the last five years, minus the blip in 2020 um, when, ex when nursing exams were interrupted due to the pandemic. The majority of the UK vet nurse workforce is female. The majority still work a full-time role. However, part-time working has increased um, in the last 10 years. The analysis identified five key variables that were significantly independently associated with intention to leave the vet nursing profession in the next five years. Uh, these are those with a second job, and that was a second job either within or outside the veterinary profession. Those who disagreed with the statement, uh, veterinary nursing work gives me job satisfaction. Respondents who disagreed with the statement, I'm satisfied with my salary or remuneration level. 
um, those not satisfied by, with the support given by their employer were more likely to want to leave and respondents disagreeing with the statement veterinary nursing offers good opportunities for career progression were more likely to want to leave also. Uh, just a little bit on the COVID pandemic. Um, the Institute for Employment Studies on behalf of the Royal College um, reported the effects of the COVID pandemic on veterinary staff. The key findings include the majority of both vets and nurses reported an increased caseload. Additional responsibilities were taken on uh, with three and five um, vet nurses reporting the addition of responsibilities to their existing job role. Um, understandably alter altered working patterns were a feature of the pandemic and many vets and nurses uh, reported conflict between their own health and well-being and their professional role. Although many respondents indicated experiences since March 2020 have left them feeling pessimistic about the vet industry and their place within it, it is also noted that positive developments have come um, from the past few years, including the profession demonstrating remarkable resilience, uh, flexibility and adaptability. Some suggest a massive cultural shift has occurred um, as a result of the pandemic with workers wanting to bring balance back to a degree that we haven't seen since the widespread adoption of email and mobile phones. Also, people are living longer and focusing on their health rather than experiencing life, um, their life journey in the traditional phases of education, employment and retirement. People are starting to see life as a multi-stage voyage and they're hungry for the flexibility to mix and match the stages. The, and finally, the um, Beaver Recruitment and Retention Survey will be um, presented in full tomorrow afternoon. Uh, please make sure to attend the Recruitment and Retention session um, to find out all the info. Thank you. This episode of BeaverPod was produced by Beaver. For more details on the benefits of your Beaver membership and the products and services offered, please go to our website at www.beaver.org.uk.